Jordan, I do just want to say, I yeah. love how in your notes for this episode, you only call him Professor Creepy. Yeah, I was gonna. I was now. gonna. I was gonna put it in the outline for you, but I was like, that might confuse me. So I'll put his actual. Now, Professor name. Creepy, I get. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Hey, hi, hello, everyone, and welcome to Afterbite. It's a Vampire Diaries fan cast. It's only ten years too late. This week, we are talking about. Uh, season four, episode eight, will always have Bourbon Street, which is a really good title for this episode. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on the wiki right now because guess who didn't watch the episode? Me, <laughs> uh, because I'm joining this last minute. Uh, it's not a reference to anything. Oh, it's a reference to "We'll always have Paris." Oh, that yeah. makes sense. Ding. That's it. That's it's also just like a. It's just a fun title. They've had yeah. a. They've had a run here of some fun titles. Yeah. And like the rest of the season, actually, they have really good titles. They do. I, I'm glad about that. I'm. Gl- I'm glad they're improving a little bit in something. You know. Yeah, they got they got a little shaky there when they had like the rager, the five, the killer all yeah. in a row. But yeah. They're bringing it back around. They're they're getting a little more creative. Maybe if they put a little more of that creativity into Damon's character development, we wouldn't be here. But unfortunately. But unfortunately, here we are. Here we are. are So the Netflix description for this episode is (laughs) fun. It is... Investigating a suspicion about Elena, Damon and Stefan visit New Orleans to find if they can to see if they can find anyone who remembers their last visit in 1942. Ooh. I think that's good. That's it's it's like actually a good one. Yeah. It's a diamond in the rough, you know? It really is. It's a one sentence wonder. Yeah. Because you know everything you need to know about this episode from one sentence. This is like a sentence that, uh, you know, what, when you're in school and you're learning how to write sentences, this is like mm-hmm. a sentence in your, in your teacher's like, wow, this is a really good sentence. A plus. <laughs> this one has a really good subject. It has uh-huh. a really good like ending to it. You use a comma correctly. It starts with a gerund, you guys. This episode, in case you forgot. Last episode ended with Damon and Elena doing the thing. They did the deed. I just want to touch on something really quick about the TVD wiki. We love you, but can we talk about the first sentence of the plot of this episode? Because I'm just quickly reading through it just so I can refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. This The whole summary starts off, this episode starts with the morning after the hot sex scene between Damon and Elena for the last episode. And I just want to say, as a Vampire Diaries fan, I do not claim that sentence. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't want to claim that sentence. Beautifully shot. It's not hot. It's not. It's not especially, hot. Especially the context around it. It's not, it's hot. not hot. It's not hot. It's not sexy. It's, this is not hot. This, this is... This is like uh, lukewarm at most. <laughs> Not a boiling point. Not even close. The weird thing is from last episode where they were like talking about Elena being sired over them like banging. Then th- in the beginning of this episode, they also bang again. But then they're still talking about Elena being sired over it. So they're just reminding <laughs> you of the bad context around it. And you're just like, oh my gosh, can we? And like the words that Caroline says, I think this is something along the lines is she'll do whatever it he she she'll do whatever he wants to make him happy and then just her just them just like it's just banging yeah, yeah. and you're it's like, not great 
Why? Why are you emphasizing it so much? They like, really, like, didn't need to, but then they did. Yeah, that's my question, because they could have, like, literally just been like, alright, this is the day after, now on to the next scene, but they really just want to intertwine- they want you to know that this feels wrong, and yeah, it is wrong. Like, why are you doing that if you want me to then later on in the show shift these two heavily? Like, yeah, they really did. I love that they did do them so dirty by reminding all of us of the context. Also, Elena just straight up, like, digs her hands into Damon's back. (laughs) Yeah. And that was an unexpected moment of gore that I did not see coming for this show. Yeah. You know... It is what you know, it is. I like a little pain as much as the next girl, but like she's just digging her hands into his back. All right, that's a good night, everybody. <laughs> good night, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Caroline and Stefan are still trying to figure out what the fuck is going on here with Dan- with Elena's siring, and Stefan makes a good point in that like vampires being sired to other vampires is like one in a million. Tyler and Haley are having issues getting the very last hybrid to turn. A little one named Adrian. Mm-hmm. Oh, Again, Adrian. we know the rule. We know the rule about hybrids being named. I'm so sorry, Adrian. Bye bye. R.I.P. Wait, is he going? He's about to. All right. Cool. I mean, <laughs> I actually, that can mean a lot of things for me now, knowing what happened at the end of this episode. So. There's a whole lot going on here, um, but Kimberly, the other hybrid who we know the name of, is causing problems on purpose this episode, and yeah. I love it. I just love it. I love it. her. I love her. She's She's great. very fun. She's a very fun minor villain. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, she and Tyler are fighting for, like, alpha of the pack, basically. Because hybrids are werewolves first. Okay, so here's the thing I want to touch on about this. Mm-hmm. I loved this storyline. Me too. I am it's so fun. upset. That this is all we kind of get. Yeah. This yeah, they really don't sucks. do a lot of werewolf power struggles. No, not until the originals, which mm. I get, because that's more werewolfy. But, like, oh, I yeah. wish we got it more in, like, Vampire Diaries, because, like, Tyler was there-ish. Tyler <laughs> <laughs> for a while. He was kind of there. He was kind of there. But, like, there was so much, like, potential there with, like, the hybrids and him being like, I'm the alpha man. Can I just say, as a, as a bisexual... <laughs> yes, yes. You, you may you may you may speak <laughs> this was very this this storyline was very pleasing to me personally <laughs> very easy on the eyes yeah tyler <laughs> yes yes tyler and also what's her name kimberly kimberly also <gasps> yes yes also, so 100% oh. yes and then phoebe tonkin like 100 like yeah same mm-hmm. she's also like, so australian this episode y'all <laughs> this episode she is very australian again phoebe, i don't even recognize it because again i that's just yeah no that makes sense i didn't even mm. realize she she was like being super australian in this episode she had a few moments where I was like, okay, Australian, what's up? <laughs> like, <laughs> and, and to me, it just went through one ear and out the other, you know? All same difference. Yeah. Here's the thing. The reason why it sticks out to me is because um, I've recently been going through and watching some Originals episodes that I liked, uh, and her American accent is much better in the Originals. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Much better. It's a lot better. So it's so fun to see... Where she started with the barely disguised Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> to actually like a fairly convincing American accent. 
there's going to be like a little power struggle this episode between Tyler and by extension Haley and then Kimberly who's trying to sort of like usurp Tyler because mm-hmm. Adrian is in a lot of pain from turning and Kim is like stop let him have a fucking break Tyler's like no no we don't we need to fight Klaus Klaus also by the way does not make an appearance this episode but he's mentioned a quite a lot he's mentioned a lot I love that he's just living in their brains rent-free. I was know? literally just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry we, we hang out too much, Brian, but, like, Klaus just lives in our brains rent-free. Yeah. He does. He really does. Stefan asks Damon to, like, tell Elena to drink from a blood bag to see, like, as a test if she's sired. Mm-hmm. So he shows up at school, asks her to drink from a blood bag because it would, quote-unquote, make him really happy, and she does and she's fine. No more snatch, eat, erase. <laughs> she, it can just drink from blood bags like a normal vampire. Good for her. You know, now now the sire bond's done. We're good, guys. Go home. We're good, guys. Don't worry. We're gonna Call just like, wipe the storyline. We're done. Um, Y'all, I don't think that's how it works. It's not. But Jordan, do you remember, I think it was way back in like the first episode of this season, like Growing Pains. Do you remember um, that I said, after Damon had said that she needs warm blood straight from the vein, do you remember how I said that this was going to come back to haunt us? I th- yeah. <laughs> because it's-, it's come back. Yeah. And it's very spooky. Oh, so this is the haunting you were talking about. This yeah. is the haunting. Damon has to admit and face the consequences of the fact that Elena is sired to him. Mm-hmm. And we all know Damon is very good at facing the consequences of his actions. Yeah. So I'm sure this will turn out very well. Uh, he He's mm-hmm. so good at it. That's actually one of his best character qualities. Yeah, he does it every single episode. He mm-hmm. has consequences and there are actions. I said that wrong. You did. <laughs> you did. You did, but you also said it in the way that I think Damon thinks about it. You know, yeah. like there's consequences, right. and, then consequences and then there are actions. You're right, actually. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> I hate myself. Haley meets with Professor Creepy and, or Professor Shane. Fuck, I did that. Even though I shouldn't for the first time we mentioned in this episode. He's Haley Professor is meeting Creepy. with Professor Shane. Yeah. And in exchange for the hybrids that she's giving him for what purpose, we don't know. He is giving her information about her dead parents. <gasps> her parents who are dead. I spoiled dead. that. But she just doesn't know who they are. <laughs> they're they're, 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 they're just dead. dead. I think they I, are dead, though. I think I do, they're in fact, know this plot point I already. That wrong. <laughs> so that's fun. I now know something. Do you know this plot point? I think I do. We have a flashback, baby. And I actually really enjoyed this sequence of flashbacks. Me too. <laughs> Stefan and Damon are in New Orleans in 1942. Oh, I thought it was the 1900s. Oh, dang it. I mean, I mean the no. 1600s. I'm so no. tired. Goodbye. 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 Just imagine you just heard my door shut. And just, I just left. <laughs> he just leaves. Yeah. yeah. We need sound effects on this show. That <laughs> just sounds like more work for me. No, but I would do it on my side. But um, I just need a groan. But B already supplies that. <sighs> hey, see? 
<laughs> no wait let's leave sound effects for after we get like get like somehow manage to get like a studio yeah please Ooh. yeah please. i'll just get a door <laughs> yeah we can do door. like you know in like the 1920s when they were yeah. like yeah. movies and they like had the guys who were behind the screen that were like doing the sound effects hey brian hi instead of you being on the episode do you just want to do the sound effects <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> just stand in a corner for one episode and just do the sound effects instead of like talking on the show. I just think it'd be fucking hilarious. That would be we actually really turns. fucking good. <laughs> we just take turns <laughs> doing the sound effects while we're in the studio. I just think it'd be fun. That's that's funny. You know how like five minutes ago Stefan was like a vampire being sired to another vampire is one in a hundred. Yeah. And then, like, two minutes later, they're like, Damon did it one other time many years before. Like, what is up with this dude's blood? What is up with this guy? What is his blood laced with? Like, come on. Exactly. (laughs) It's just so funny to me that they're like, this is super rare. Damon did it 80 years earlier. (laughs) I currently have the episode playing on my phone right now, so, like, I can, like, kind of understand the context of what we're talking about. But, like, holy shit, I forgot about this. (laughs) The other side of Literally, like, in 1942, Damon apparently accidentally sired a woman named Charlotte. Iconic, though. I love this for her. Damon told her to count every brick in every house in New Orleans and then meet him in a corner. (laughs) So, that's how he got away from her? (laughs) Here's my thought process. So this takes place after Hurricane Katrina. Again, yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Very bad natural disaster. Still right. affecting many, many people today. Very sorry about this. But holy fucking shit, can you imagine this bitch during Hurricane fucking Katrina? Oh, going one, two, three. <laughs> Damon, are you? Three, four. <laughs> I shouldn't joke about that, but like you gotta like that's the first thing that just popped into my head, and I'm just like, you know what? Say it. Oh no. She's fine. She's immortal. She's a vampire. So it's yeah. Fine. She had a very real danger there of accidentally getting staked by some wood that was flying around in that <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. But <laughs> she was still counting. Do you she, think- she was determined. Do you think this is their play on that old mythology that vampires are compelled to count things? Oh, I never even heard of that. Do you think, that. like, this is their play on that? Oh, like Sesame Street? Yeah, no, that's why he's called the fucking count. <laughs> I know. No, old vampire mythology. Uh, <laughs> people would protect themselves from vampires by, like, putting rice out on their front doors, and the vampires would be compelled to count every grain of that before they went inside. Do you oh. think this is... Do you think this is, like, their play on that? I love that. I don't think so. I think it's just Damon's, like, shitty way of, like, distracting this poor girl. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. This is another example of us overanalyzing things that (laughs) Yeah. that TV writers did. I think maybe we're smarter than the vampires. Imagine poor Charlotte in the middle of a fucking hurricane. (laughs) Yeah, maybe we're smarter than the Vampire Diaries. I just think it would be fun if this was their play on, like, counting... The That's cool. I like I don't that. Think so. I've never heard about that. You one know before. what? Today, I just was reminded of how art is literally in the eye of the beholder. So yes, that's true, actually. <laughs> so maybe we're too big brain for the Vampire Diaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caroline, Elena, and Bonnie are having a girls' night. Yes. It's so fun. It's like I a fun, happy-go-lucky girls' night. 
And I love how they just kind of break into the wine cellar and they're like, woohoo! They're, they're, just, they're just having fun. And also, Caroline is being a little judgy, as she should be. You know? I love it, though. It's so good. She's correct. So, it's I so can't great. even blame her for being judgy because she's correct. And doesn't Bonnie, like, pull out, like, stoner tea, witchy tea or whatever? Yeah, she does. Yeah. She pulls out <laughs> Professor's creepies, creepy tea. I I want to know what's in that tea that it's just iconic. Oh, I wonder if they they should have sold that as like merch. They're it's like, probably it's it's just weed. <laughs> it's just weed. It's definitely it's just, just weed. weed. I'm done with my V8. It's time to get down to business. Okay. Should we talk about how Lexi's back? Lexi's back. I'm Lexi so excited. is back. Her hair and in her 19- hair. You guys, 40. her hair. Her hair. It's so good. It's so good. She is there because she's helping Stefan reunite with Damon before Stefan oh. goes off to drive an ambulance in the war, basically. You hey, do you what? remember that World War II happened? <laughs> yeah, World War II. Who cares about They kind of just brushed over this, but... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like, World War II, by when, the way. When I heard 1942, I was like, that's a significant date for some reason. And then I remembered. <laughs> No, because when I hear 42, my my brain goes immediately goes to Christopher Columbus. So it was like, in, it's okay, not that. Okay, in 1442, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah, that. In 1442, Christopher Columbus sailed the ocean blue and they committed genocide. <laughs> mm-hmm. Correct. And, and then yeah, I was that's like... That's entirely correct. And then I was uh-huh. like, no, it's something else. And I was like, oh, World War II. <laughs> you you know, know that big world war. That's fine. You know, that pesky little, that pesky little conflict. Yeah, no, yeah. World War II was happening here. Stefan is apparently he's been in rehab with Lexi for about 20 years because if you remember she found him after Chicago I believe yeah uh which is also something we saw so I like how they're kind of building they're kind of backwards building back a timeline for like Stefan and Lexi and like they're reuniting and their recovery and everything mm-hmm. yeah I, like I just think that's neat. It's nice because we we again we won't ever get to see Lexi in the present, so it's always nice to see her in the past. Yep, this is her one episode this season. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, uh, basically, Stefan has been recovering for twenty years. So, Lexi's like, "All right, immersion therapy time. You can drive an ambulance in the war." You know, that's how you do it. And he's like going off to Egypt or whatever. Uh. Damon's like, oh my god, you'll see the pyramids. And he's like, I'm gonna be driving an ambulance to help people. You should come too. Just like, out of nowhere, like, hey, you should come to the war with me too. <laughs> uh, and Damon's like, yeah, okay. Which is wild. And Lexi's like, um, hold the fuck on, gents. Hold the fuck on. <laughs> so It's just men talking about war, about going to they war. They said bygones, bygones. <laughs> They literally had one handshake. Stefan didn't even say the apology he was practicing. And then they were like, all right, we're good now. Like, Let's go to men? war. Men? Are you, Are you okay? Uh, Lexi is like, no, the fuck you don't. No, Damon. Stefan needs to experience this himself. You can't be there to, like, fuck it up. Lexi really just... Like read Damon like a goddamn book again. She always she does, though. That's literally her it. greatest trait. Like she always reads him. I she really does. So and, and and it's just like D- Damon's like, 
no, fuck you. I do what I want. And then later, spoiler alert, later she does it. And then he's like, maybe you're right. Fine. And then he doesn't go to the war. I I love how um, this is like a trait of Lexi we've known since the first season where she was introduced and then died immediately afterwards. Yeah. Um, And I love how that just never goes away. I think that's cool. It's the most consistent character growth in The Vampire Diaries. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And it's Lexi who's in like 10 episodes over the course of the entire series. Yeah. Yeah. But also talking about that last scene really quickly that of like Damon deciding that he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I won't go to war. I know that this is something people probably use. And it's like, see, Damon can be selfless. Look, he is selfless in this one instance. So like he's had development. And I'd like to tell you that that does not suffice. That's not <laughs> this enough. one. This one plot piece does not character growth make no it i it's so annoying because i know that this is all the writers are gonna do and they're gonna be like see he's selfless there's more to him now now here's more of of, of, of him doing other stuff it's literally it's also so fun to me that they're like this happened in the 40s you know what that means today he's a good person like motherfucker <laughs> yeah. there's been 60 years since then yeah it's like, and there's a, there's a line that Elena says when she's trying to defend Damon later on in the episode, where she's like, oh, yeah, but, like, um, sure, Damon has done some stuff in the past, but, like, he's not like that he, anymore. He's, like, helped me. And I'm over here like, Elena? Huh? <laughs> what are you talking what? about? So, this episode basically is... Lexi and Caroline being correct and everybody else being like, okay, but really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Tyler gets a lesson in being an alpha from Haley. Mm-hmm. And what I love about this is that Haley's obviously has her own nefarious agenda with Professor Creepy. Mm-hmm. But she's also like, maybe fucking control your pals. You know, like they're werewolves first. Maybe become a fucking alpha dipshit. <laughs> and Tyler's like, this is the first time anybody has told me this. <laughs> he also, he had just previously spent like a fucking months in the Appalachians with like other werewolves yeah. in a pack. And like did all of this werewolf spirit searching or whatever. Yeah. This is the first time you're hearing of it, bud? He just seems so surprised by this, and it makes me laugh. And it's so funny, too, because I'm just remembering, I'm just re- remembering like, season one, Tyler, and how mm-hmm. much of, like, a, he's a quote-unquote alpha male there. You know? So now, yeah. he's, now he's like, what's this alpha concept that you speak of? Uh, oh, I can be that? Oh, okay. I believe you. It's just so funny. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, isn't it funny that he's less of an alpha male now that he's a fucking alpha than when he was just, like, a dude? Yeah. (laughs) I just think that's fun. So, basically, Tyler, like, kind of has this, like, intense stare down with Kim. And he's like, 
maybe you guys should go get some sleep because tomorrow Adrian's going to start turning again and again and again until his sire bond is broken. So maybe go take a fucking nap. <laughs> I love how he's not even saying anything that like that that warrants the response that Kimberly has. Yeah, she just tries to like fuck him up with a pool cue in a public place. And he's just suggesting you guys go get some sleep. Like, huh? Like, that's just so funny to me. I love that they were like, today, Tyler's going to become the alpha by challenging the only other hybrid that we know their name, Kim. Like, I just love that they so clearly set Kim up to be like a minor villain because they're like, oh, they gave her a name. (laughs) Anyway. Damon and Stefan find Charlotte, the woman that Damon sired, and then he told her to break up with her, basically. He told her to count every brick in New Orleans, and then they'd meet on a street corner. Hey, I hope you've had a great and fulfilling life, right? She's like, no. No, I've just been in New Orleans counting bricks my whole life. And he's like, oh, great. But also, you can see the light drain out of Damon's eyes as, like... It's so confusing because I'm like, at one point I'm like, oh, she's still sired. And then she's like, oh, I'm not sired. And I was kind of confused. But later on, you know, once once it's like clear that she's still not, that she is still sired um, from their like conversation with the witch. I'm like, oh, that's real. That was her saying that she's not sired is just to please him again. I get it. I get it. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, So they also, they get her help in uh, helping them find the witch who Damon uh, had, like, hired in fucking 1942 to break the sire bond in the first place. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So we get a flashback of Damon approaching the witch at the shop in 1942, uh, and we see that she has, like, a little girl who's, like, off to the side writing her name on, like, a daughter, uh, and then the witch is like, well, you're gonna have to murder 12 people to break the sire bond. Yeah. Yeah. And Damon's like, okay, bet. Damon's <laughs> like does. a normal Saturday for me. <laughs> yeah. How many BuzzFeed Unsolved episodes would be <laughs> completely resolved if Damon just fast, just fast up? <laughs> if vampires fessed up to existing and to doing crimes. Like how many, how many BuzzFeed Unsolved episodes would be resolved then? You know? Probably oh, so many. The girls are having a drunk dance party. It's fun. Yes. They're just like actually having a good time. And I actually really love this for them. Yeah. And for us. Again, another great fun moment that we don't really get to see. And they literally say, why don't we do this more often or something like that? And I'm like, you're right. Why don't you? <laughs> you're like, why, why don't you all do this? Come on. Be more friend-like, please. I also think this is when... They have that bathroom scene, and then later they on, it's continued moment. later on. That great bathtub, honestly. Yeah. I do want that bathtub, though. Honestly, I gotta, I, I, I have to plant my flag somewhere. I hate baths. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I hate, I hate baths too, but like that baths bathroom, so, though. That yeah. bathroom, though. It's so nice. That's Damon's fair. room is just nice. I just like his room. 
Yeah, he has, like, his room is much nicer than the rest of the Salvatore house. Yeah. Like, Stefan's room is some, like, shitty little attic hideaway. And then Damon's like, here is my master bedroom. Here is my master bathroom. Like, are you good? It actually fits his personality perfectly. He has too big of an ego to, like, not have the biggest room and the nicest room in the house. Honestly, that's fair. <laughs> that's very fair. Yeah. Uh, so Caroline is being quote unquote judgy, but she's not really being judgy. She's just being correct. She's not. She's correct. She really? Yeah, she's just being right. She's just basically saying like, I because I just watched like that scene uh, <laughs> uh, as I was scrolling through. I had to text my mom, uh, and it <laughs> it was really fun. It's really nice. Netflix now, like when you like watch scroll out of it on your phone on iPhones, it goes up into the corner. It's like oh, my Android always did that. What were you sorry, Brian, what were you gonna so say about that scene? Here's, here's what I was gonna say. I like I didn't like how Elena kind of called her out, like, well, what made you like sleep with him when you first met him? Blah 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 blah. Like, oh, that was so like, bad. It was that so was uncalled so for. And it's so weird because it's like, I don't remember Elena saying that. So I'm like, Elena, baby, girl, girl, girl. It's like, it's bad in multiple ways. Number Elena. one, your friend was like compelled to do that, had no control over that. She was compelled. But to also do a lot you're of like in the same situation right now. So like. Yeah. So it's kind of, but she doesn't know that right now yet. Right. But, but like until, the irony I, is just there. Until five seconds later when Caroline goes, but you're sire to him. Blah, 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 blah. When I think that happens in a later scene yeah it no, happens that happens it happens, happens in this thing really yeah in the mm-hmm. bathroom yeah yeah okay. well elena's in the bathroom she, right. uh, elena says like maybe i slept with them because i'm in love with them or whatever or something. oh wait no brian, we're that. not spoiler free brian he, she says it later this episode yeah oh yeah she does she does she okay, does. okay, okay. You're I, fine. I, mm, okay good okay good i thought i just ruined something else <laughs> <laughs> no you no, did not ruin anything fine. it's She's in love with him or whatever. It's fine. I'm fucking disgusted, but that's fine. We've accepted I'm, it. Yeah, I'm just disgusted by men in general. Right. So, ugh. Yeah. Um, but, no, so Caroline's like, oh my god, you're sired to him. And then Elena's like, maybe you should fucking go home. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so Caroline is, like, leaving. And, or Elena's like, maybe you should go home. And just opens the front door and reveals Kim and Adrian just standing there. <laughs> I just love that. And they just take Caroline and they're like, oh shit. Vampire Diaries is a comedy. Yeah. The vampire, it's just a comedy. It I'm is. sorry. And people say Legacies is too campy. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Maybe you should go. And then it, they, the, vamp, the fucking werewolves come in to kick their asses. Also, how do the werewolves kick their asses, huh? Because oh, they're hybrid. They're hybrids. Yeah, but aren't hybrids just like don't they just have like the strength of like regular vampires or do they have better? They have the both. They have both. Oh, okay. okay, that makes sense. They have both. That's Added why they could never like really like take down Klaus because Klaus is like before, and also Klaus is a thousand an years original. old. Right. Yeah. And an original. <laughs> I I felt like this entire scene was me watching a friend with a toxic boyfriend. And, like, yeah. I just felt so much for Caroline because she was just sitting there and she's like, please shut up. You're wrong. No. And Bonnie's just there high on witch tea. <laughs> yeah, she's just having a time. She's like, wee! <laughs> and you just kind of have to sit there and watch them just make bad decisions and you're like... Yeah. And I've, I've dealt with that before. So I just felt so, like, 
I felt I felt for Caroline in that moment because it's like, what else do you say to tell them that hello, please see what's right in front of you, you know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like a lot of the vampire diaries can be described as everybody seeing Elena in like an abusive relationship <laughs> and all of them going, Hey, are you good? And she's like, Yeah, I'm fine. Like <laughs> no, you're not, she's honey. on the floor, like <laughs> bleeding out. She's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. Don't worry, guys, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. That is Just got sacrificed in a ritual. Diary. Hashtag girly things. Oh god. <laughs> Elena and Tyler go after uh, the hybrids who took Caroline. And again, and a very underrated dynamic. Honestly, yeah. yeah. They're fun. Like, they were good. They were good. Now I'm thinking about it. That's I wish we saw them interact more. I think I think yeah. Tyler has such fun dynamics when he's just like one on one with other characters. When, I like, agree. He does. When he's one on one with the girls, he has some fun dynamics. Yeah. I think. Tyler's one of my favorite characters. Tyler's a good boy. He's very good. I I do like him a lot. I also, yeah, he might be one of my favorite male characters in the Vampire Diaries, at least. Yeah. I and really don't know if it's a contest for him. And it's it's so weird for me to say that because of how much how much I did not like him in season one. Yeah, he, remember when we hated Tyler? He was the worst. Yeah. Oh, Michael Trevino, very good at getting just like wiggling your way into my heart. Yeah, he's so beautiful. He's had the Caroline effect. Maybe it's because he's around Caroline, but he Maybe. has the Caroline effect. <laughs> he just loves Caroline too much. Yeah, and honestly, that's so valid of him. <laughs> so Elena and Tyler are going after those hybrids. Uh, Tyler's like. Your feelings don't change when you're compelled. So he he explains how like he still hated Klaus, but he just had yeah. to do everything that he said. So your feelings don't change, just your actions change. Yeah. Yikes. This is their subtle Yikes. way of saying, yes, Elena does actually have feelings for Damon. Deal with it. Yeah. And I think they're just being like, see, now you don't have to feel so bad about the sex scenes because maybe she wanted it a little bit. Yeah, and hey, y'all, it doesn't work. No. It still feels bad. Yep. Um, Damon and Stefan are in New Orleans still questioning the witch, and the witch offers like a little expect... Uh, 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 Jesus Christ. It's okay. Do you think I can say the word explanation? Yeah. No. Um, the witch offers an explanation for how siring in vampires works, basically. She's like... If the person who is sired, or if the person whose turns has real human emotions, is really in love with that person, then when they become a vampire, the emotions go haywire, they go bonkers, and that becomes the sire bond, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, that's their way of saying that they were always in love. Mm -hmm. But that also gets you thinking. When Damon was turned into a vampire, he had a lot of feelings for Catherine. Could he have been sired to Catherine? I don't think... I think... Didn't they have their breakup at that point? No. They were... Like, he oh, didn't know wow. about... So maybe Damon was incapable of love. <laughs> well, that, that. But, like, he had real human emotions for Catherine, obviously. Yeah. And he, he died with her blood in his, in his system, obviously. I don't think... Here's why I don't think that's true. And then spent the next 150 years looking for her? Here's why I don't think that's true. It's because I don't think the TVD writers are smart enough for that. 
I also don't think the TVD writers would do that to a man. <laughs> yeah. Damon and Stefan also learn from the witch that she's like, there is no way, no magical way to break the sire bond. <laughs> My mother wanted you to kill those 12 people so she could have access to a dark, dark force that they don't even call magic called expression. <gasps> and uh, who just so happens to be learning that type of magic? We hey, don't hey, learn hey, that hey, not yet, later. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. The only, the only, here are the only threads we have right now, Brian. The only oh, I thought they already talked about it. No, the <laughs> only threads we have right now is that someone is looking for 12 hybrids, and this also requires 12 uh, sacrifices. Human, people, human souls. Human mm-hmm. souls. Human child. That's all we know for now. Mm-hmm. All we know for now. Damon learns that the only way to fully break the sire bond is to break up with Elena. And just, like, never see her again, basically. I'm okay with that. I'm also okay with that. Me too. (laughs) Wow, weird. Weird how everybody's okay with that. I wonder, I wonder if the show does that. Spoiler alert, they don't. Yeah, no. So, what's wrong with them? Also, I would like to give a nice little shout out to Adina Porter. Thanks for showing up, Queen. Thanks for showing up, Queen. You did great. We love you. You're too good for this. You survived. She survived. She did. I hope. I she hope, did. Actually. She did. She also played. Didn't she play? Uh, she Indra played Indra in the One Hundred. Yeah. Yeah. And she was That's also I on American Horror Story. Oh, we oh. recognized her from different things. Yeah, <laughs> I recognized her from another CW show. She was. On. Yeah, another CW. She was also in True Blood. Oh. As uh, Tara's mother, she the crazy mother. So she's been playing Supernatural for a long time. That's she's her been like role. But honestly, though. She's amazing. I love yeah, her. Yeah, so no, much. she's great. She's amazing. She's a I, I, I love her. I loved her as Indra in the 100. Super good. Uh huh, sure. Queen, you're so great. You don't deserve you. this. But you also lived, so we're fine with that. Yeah. As far as we know, because we all know what happens in New Orleans until. Well, we'll find out in episode 20 don't, and we'll revisit don't, that. Don't, don't, don't spoil things! <laughs> Brian! Brian, stop alluding to things. That one, that one, we're putting, I'm putting my foot down there. We got putting time it on to the shelf and that. coming back to it later. <laughs> We're, yeah, it's a mouse tool we'll come back to later, but it is also a mouse tool that I will cut out of the actual cut of this episode. So, <laughs> okay. Tyler becomes the good. alpha. Brian, yeah. shut up. Brian, okay. shut up. I'm trying to move on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tyler, in the barn, Tyler becomes the alpha that he was always meant to be. Yeah. I All of his pals kneel kneel before him, which is weird, but like, okay, sure. Again, it's as, an alpha thing. Again, as a bisexual, <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and Kim like have like a tense like fight moment. Yeah, uh huh. And then he's just like holding on to her heart, and he's yeah. like fucking bound. I'm like, oh, okay, bitch. yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> submit. yeah. Which Ooh. we're and not gonna like... get into the ABO like implications of that thank you very much Uh damon in our final flashback for this episode uh damon damon's like one act of selfishness is that he doesn't go to war with stefan because stefan needs this time to heal on his own yeah it's a really nice scene but also i hate how i i know that there are delayna stands out here who just like use the scene as just like see damon's a good person yeah absolutely Um, didn't uh, uh, Lexi also say like I know what you did because the twelve people or whatever. Yeah, she knows that he um, killed them. Okay. 
go, Lexi. That was like I, the I main reason she didn't want him to go. Because she was like, oh, like, you're you're bad for Stefan. Um, he's going to have to deal with, like, blood and war. And um, you're you're good. if you you're there with him, he's gonna ask you, "How do you not have guilt?" Because you know, Damon is Damon, and yeah. then he's gonna uh, l- keep asking you and learn from your ways, and then just turn back into the Ripper, which I think is kind of true. I I do say this is one of the most standout scenes from this episode, though. Mm-hmm. I agree. this is a good scene because Lexi really... is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, Ian did a good job too. Like I'm, I'm, I like Ian; he's a good guy. What did he do in the seat? He, just he really just kind pretty. of stood there and looked between Stefan and Lexi. Yeah. And then <laughs> was so wearing his... Okay, well, you know what? Listen, Fine. I'm weak. I've been touched to pray for almost six months, eight months now, eight months now. I'm pretty sure it's longer than that. Oh, wait, no, you've months. gone back to work, so. I've gone back to... No one's touched me. Oh. It's been 74 years since someone's touched me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so fucking long since I've had a good hug. The last time someone touched me was the war. <laughs> which war? We don't know which one yet. It's World War Two. And just imagine me like holding a cigarette, like while shaking, like. Hey. <laughs> I haven't heard. I haven't heard of a hug in seventy years. <laughs> it's only been since March seventy. We also learn from a little scene between Haley and Professor Creepy Shane, is that uh-huh. the magic that he's teaching Bonnie is called expression. <gasps> uh, dark no. Bonnie, dark Bonnie, dark Bonnie, dark oh, Bonnie. No. Oh no, oh no, oh no. I am here for it. I am here for it. Oh, no. So remember how I said like when this when this season started that like, this was a big Bonnie season and a big Elena season? This is what I was talking about. Yeah. <sighs> I'm so concerned. Also, I think it's so fun that the Bennets are portrayed as like one of the most powerful witch lines of all time. Mm-hmm. We love that for them. And then in back at the back in New Orleans at the shop, this uh this witch is like, we don't even call this kind of shit magic, because it's not. <laughs> it's just called expression because it's not even fucking magic. And I love that they're like, this is the most powerful magical motherfucker of all time. She's not doing magic this season. <laughs> I just love that. I just kind of like the, because, well, as you're saying, how the Bennett's are more powerful. Imagine Bonnie being combined with the most powerful magic of all, the Bennett magic line, whatever, and then expression magic. All of that combined, Bonnie's going to be unfucking stoppable at this point. It's kind of scary, though. It's that much power scary, for one person? Power can corrupt, y'all. Power can uh-huh. corrupt. We all saw what happened with insert politician here. <laughs> no, no, we're not no, even going to no. do that. Insert I just, vampire diaries Yeah, we saw her break bad earlier, like this fucking season. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Maybe Bonnie's done being pushed around. Hmm. I mean, I don't Maybe. see anything wrong with her being like pushed around. I just think bad things are going to happen from her having yeah. too much. Power. You're correct. No, you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct, but it's it's, honestly, we get a lot of great Cat Graham stuff from all of this. Oh, really? Yes, we do. I will say this. Bonnie going forward, this is where Bonnie became one of my favorite characters. Ooh. This is, I I loved Bonnie. I was like, great, Bonnie, she's the witch, woohoo. But I was more like Elena, Caroline. But like season five really cemented Bonnie 
as my favorite character because her storyline in season five is my absolute favorite part of that entire season. Bonnie Bennett's so fucking great. I love her to death. Season, the season four storyline, it really kind of felt like Bonnie has her own story and she's it, controlling it does, the narrative. I will agree. It does feel like she is doing all her doing her own thing this season, which is nice. It's just that I think the creeper professor thing is kind of ruining it a little bit for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is the it's cough medicine. It's bitter going down, hon. It's bitter. It's, but honestly, the back half of season four with Bonnie, some of the best. It's some of the stuff that yeah. I like refer to. Like it's, mm, I want. I don't want to mm, try to think what's don't a good word for it. it. it just I'm, it's I'm fucking great. Say, just end it there. It's, it's, it's fucking it's great. great. It's just, Jordan, you're gonna love it. And then season four, you're gonna love it. I mean, season five, you're gonna love it. Then season six, I definitely loved it. Oh, so much good Bonnie stuff coming up. And it's just, it's so nice. The last episode, or the last, fuck, Jesus Christ. Already? Oh, that was great. Wow, great series. We're done with the podcast, guys. Goodbye. (laughs) Um, Imagine if we just ended it here. We wouldn't have to do the originals or legacies because originals hasn't happened yet. Weird spot to end on the eighth episode of the fourth season. Let me tell you. Yeah, you know, and a weird Delana breakup, you know, not the ending I was expecting, but I'll take it. Yeah, the last... Brian, shut up. The last fucking thing that I was trying to talk about for this episode is the overly dramatic it's Damon so and Elena breakup it's scene. It's so funny. It's, it's fucking Elena. hilarious. It's, it's so funny. Does this feel real? <laughs> like, I think it's a combination of the dramatic acting and then the overacting. It feels it's like so, song so during the- It feels so soap opera y. It does. It feels very like telenovela acting. It's very over the fucking top. Did they play like a song during this scene? They played a like, very dramatic song. Hold on, what was the name of that song? I need to find it. I forget it's it. It's dramatic on. as fuck. Interesting. So apparently during that scene, I'm reading some very fun facts. Is it I can also see the very... exact fun fact you're reading. Really, you're in... Well, the first one I'm about to say is there's a very hidden reference to Pinky and the Brain in this episode. <laughs> and I still don't know what this reference is. I don't know why that's such like a big thing. But I like, like how Nina, they like, said that, but they didn't say the reference to tell yeah, us. Yeah, like, tell me what it is. Um, but like how Nina like broke down crying like during the scene. <laughs> and I'm like, I understand because Nina's a very method like kind of actress. Like she really gets into it, as we will see later on in the season. Um, but holy shit. <laughs> I it's here's the thing is Nina was giving it her all. Yeah. Ian tried to match that. Yeah. <laughs> And it resulted in that funniest thing I've ever watched. (laughs) The funniest thing I've seen on the Vampire Diaries, honestly. This show did not deserve Nina. It did not. You're correct. You mean Ian as a scene partner didn't deserve Nina? I also think this is after their breakup, too. Oh, no. (laughs) Rip. Can you imagine that? Like how awkward it must have been? I know they're like their friends now, like they're best friends, like with each other's. Like Cinevig and others and things like that. Like oh, they're like no. they're, they're they're close, but like I can't imagine. Like at the time, like it's so fresh and so like CW is a bad dating service. <laughs> the CW is a bad dating service. It really is. <laughs> no, because every single couple that's met on one of their shows, I think, has broken up. Oh, You're they have. Correct. <laughs> Most for- of them, I think, have. Overall, yes. Okay have oh yeah i'm just thinking about all the couples i've heard about and i'm just like oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. none of them survive 
That's it for this episode. We end on that very overdramatic fucking moment. That's so and, funny. and like, yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, Jordan, what are you ranking this episode of The Vampire Diaries? Um, the dramatic scene, like, definitely bumped its score so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love Lexi. She was here. Caroline was here being correct. Um, Damon and Stefan were being bros, which is what they do best. Like whenever they have good episode, scene, I think good episode all good around. Episode. Honestly, um, yeah. and then Tyler. So, what am I giving? This? Am I? Do I give the ten? Are you giving this yeah. a ten? I don't know if it's a ten. Maybe like a nine point five. Because I'm definitely not giving this. I'm not giving this a ten. <laughs> Brian, I don't think do you it's a 10 it? for, like, energy-wise, because it doesn't feel like a 10, but it's definitely a good episode, so I'm giving it a It's a definitely five. a good episode. It's a good episode, but it's not... It's one of my least favorite episodes of season four. So, in that case, I'm giving it a nine. A whole Just big nine. A whole big nine. A whole oh. big nine. I think this Other also... I really, really like this episode. I'm also going with you on the 9.5 train. I don't think it feels as good as a 10, but it does feel pretty fucking good. It does. Yeah, yeah I think just because like I didn't really like the Delena stuff as much. I'm as thinking, you are correct again, to do so. How I'm thinking about this is how I, when I watched it, when I first watched it, and this was like college age Brian, who was still heartbroken over Stefan and Elena, being very salty about Damon and Elena. So I'm like, no, this sucks. <laughs> I like how you can kind of tell that by now we have completely just like dislodged Delena from the rest of the show because I feel like we all know by now like this is going to happen and it's going to be here for a bit. So we've just kind of cut that part of our brain out. (laughs) When you take away the Delena from Vampire Diaries, it's a much better show. Yeah, It really is. No, You say that as a joke, but you're correct. (laughs) I'm not joking, bitch. (laughs) I love it. Next week, y'all... It's the it's the non-denominational winter holiday episode, gang. I'm so excited. It is the first Christmas episode. Excuse me, Brian. It's non-denominational winter holiday, please. Christmas. Please. (laughs) They say they just say winter holiday. They say winter festival all the time. They're making it non-denominational, so we're making it non-denominational. Fine, winter themed Christmas episode. Isn't this uh, the next episode coming out like a week before Christmas yes. or something like that? Yes. It's perfect, perfect timing. timing. Perfect timing. Next week, we're going to be watching that non-denominational winter holiday episode, Oh Come All Ye Faithful. Ooh. I'm going to be very, because I already know my ranking for this one. I'm going to be very upset if, be, I know what you're going to give it, obviously, because of a certain, <laughs> I haven't. I don't know what the fuck this episode is about. I know that it's that it's winter holiday themed. I know it's Christmas themed. I don't know anything else about it. I'm just gonna fucking rewatch I with everybody say else. This, though, the Santa Claus is coming to town. Yeah, oh. baby. Oh, the Santa Claus. I can finally make that joke, and it makes sense. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, also, I was gonna say we didn't do MVP. Who's our MVP oh. for this episode? Me. No. For suffering through this entire episode. And why is it kind of Caroline? Yeah, I was going to say Caroline. I was going to say Lexi. I was also going to say Tyler. I was also going to say Tyler as well. 
Those are Out of three. those three, Caroline, Tyler, yeah. or Lexi, who's our MVP? Eeny, meeny, miny, moe, catch a tiger. So hard. To t- I don't know. It's kind of, they're kind of all equal I'm in my mind. Caroline, this None of them really did the now. Thing. Caroline didn't, she said a lot. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't a lot of action. Correct. Correct. Tyler, on the other <gasps> hand. Wait, guys! What? We need to what? we need to add to oh, the yeah! Caroline kidnapping. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was gonna say that. Yeah, we also need to. Do I just that. thought something exploded. She's just she's up to eight now. Is she equal Good to Elena? Her. You know what? No, she's oh. one behind Elena. All right, cool, 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 cool. Fucking <laughs> Elena. Jesus um, I'm gonna say Tyler this one purely because here's my reasoning of it because I just watched this. On my phone, like catching glimpses of scenes, so I can kind of refresh my memory. The when he grabbed the mag- the eight ball, the shot yeah. that was you could just see Michael Trevino's arm flex, <laughs> and we were in the middle of recording, and I almost went, "Damn!" <laughs> and like we were not talking about that scene yet at all. Can I? So can, I'm can I give it to Tyler too for pretty privilege reasons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because he's so damn beautiful. He's really you know hot. What? I think, I think this one goes to Tyler for pretty privilege, man. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, that's what he deserves. He's really he's hot. This first episode. male MVP of this season. He deserves it. Oh, really? Yep, he's he, the first male MVP. I have a feeling he's not going to be the last. Who fucking I, knows? Actually, wait, wait. Will he? Oh, I forgot. Right, I have you to have to remember that the MVP is also. It's like it's Jordan and I. So like That's you true. have to remember that we are also <laughs> voting on this MVP, not just you me. for your pretty privilege. Like me. we all <laughs> just in the background, like because they were pretty. <laughs> like I'm just saying, it's not not just not just you, but we also sometimes have. It, sometimes it's not pretty privilege, right? Sometimes it's like, okay, oh, yeah. you were amazing in this one scene. But today, I feel like this episode didn't really have too many like standout scenes. So it was kind of a more like group effort. Yeah. So Tyler gets it for pretty privilege for that reason alone. So that's it for this episode of Afterbite, y'all. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at Afterbite Pod. You can also, if you would be so kind as to rank us on Apple Podcasts, it does help us out way, way more than you know. Mm-hmm. Also, follow us on Twitter. We were like charting on like the film and TV in like Czechoslovakia for yeah. one week, yeah. which I think was so fun. And I would love to do that again in other countries. So <laughs> rate us on Apple Podcasts. It really does make all the difference in the world. You can also get episodes a day early over on patreon.com slash afterbite. Also with bonus episodes like Jordan and I talking way too long about once upon a time. And also maybe like we might play some games and stuff because I have some plans for y'all. We'll see you next week, y'all. Until then, stay inside, stay safe, and wash your fucking hands. Wear a mask. Uh, what else do I got? Oh, that's I, it. I that's have. It. I have. Um, have you guys tried becoming radicalized? If you want some, <laughs> <laughs> if you want some information, Yo, get it loose. If we're gonna go, we're gonna become radicals. If you want some information on that, feel free to um, hit me up in the DMs. I've been becoming radicalized over like the past month.